We are Real Life Money Monday. Here we are back again. My name is Mark Carver. We have a special guest. He's been on here many times before. It is the Lewis Perrin. That's what we call him. Thank you for joining us today, Lewis. So super inquisitive. And I'd always ask, how much did you pay for the site? How much was the build? And work out, obviously, how much profit they was making. And then I was obviously studying, like, how much time they was actually physically on site compared to myself. So I was like, right, I've been here all day for a week in the rain, whatever weather, cold, hot. Like, regardless, I was here. And I was like, they've literally showed up once or twice, had to walk around and left. So it was just interesting to me. How do I get on the other side of this? How do I become what, what they're doing? Like I saw the cars, I saw, you know, the, the time freedom they had. And it was just something that really interested me. So it was just then having, the, making the decision to try to figure out how do I get on the other side of this? And I just went home and Googled how to get into property. And it came up a podcast um, by Rob and Rob literally property podcast they must have done about 200 and i would sit there every single night every single time i drove my car and i would just listen to every single bit of information about property that i could get my hands on just trying to figure out right if i can just learn and learn and learn maybe i can find a way in because i genuinely thought and had a stereotype that all property investors now i don't know i don't know why i thought this but i thought all property investors were just like fat middle-aged men so Look, so just give me the highlights of what was the controversy that you came across. The controversy was just trying to figure out, first of all, how to get on the other side of this. I said I was on site, you know, like working as hard as you physically can in all weathers. I'd see these developers show up on site with their Range Rovers and they'd spend like 10 minutes having a look around and leave. And I was like, wow, I'm here every day, all day. They show up short term, leave with cars I could never afford. How the hell do I get where they are? Like the thought just came, how do I do that? And that's what I said. I just literally Googled property, found a podcast, just listened to every single one, just trying to just absorb as much information as I could. I went on books and that's when I then thought, right, I don't actually know anybody who does property. So that I need to find people who what, do property. What made you keep pursuing it? Like, like, uh, 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 and what was, you know, because it's not exactly just made real to us all, is it? That like, hey, by the way, go out there and pursue the dreams and eventually it's going to pay off. I mean, it's out there in different shapes and forms, but it's not like, you know, our automatic response to go out and do that, is it? Or is it? It, it was for me, and I'll tell you why. It's because I was in so much pain of where I was. It was driving me so much that I felt like I had no other choice. Like, I can't stay where I am. Like, I don't feel valued. I'm not earning enough to provide my family with the lifestyle that I, I deserve and they deserve. So what options have I got? I can't progress anymore in my career because I'm already running everything and I'm at the top of my game. And this is like at 25. So it's like, oh my God, I've already hit the top. What the hell? I need to find a new game. So it was like, I can't stay where I am. So my only choice is to figure out a different way of living, a way to, you know, have the lifestyle that I that I must have. Because if I was comfortable and it, it was easy, then that would have been a problem, right? Because the drive wouldn't have been there. But because I hated it that much, I was willing to do whatever it takes to figure out how to get away from there. Yeah, and that's what I tend to see, you know. I, I mean, I've travelled all over the world. I help, you know, so many people in different cultures, cult, uh, you know, countries, backgrounds. And, like, I either meet people who are, like, at the lowest of the low, kind of like you know pain back to the wall kind of got nothing to lose want to go for it or i see people on on their way to like you know passion and purpose 
very rarely do I see people in the middle who are kind of like not too bad, you know, things are kind of decent for them. They know there's more to life and there's something niggling away, but like there's not enough kind of, you know, importance to want to go and do anything. So, you know, what is this saying? How I feel now, Lewis? Yeah, oh, Dean. Yeah, okay, Dean. So let's rock and roll. Let's use this uh, story as inspiration. So what inspiration do you have, Lewis, for people who might find themselves in that situation? So like, like you just spoke about people even are moving away from pain or moving towards pleasure. Well, at the time I was doing both, right? I was leveraging both. So it wasn't just move away from pain. It was moving towards the lifestyle that I, I dreamt of that I could only imagine of. So I was double leveraged. So my inspiration came from seeing where I could be and the potential that I do have and also the pain of where I am now to make sure that I literally was doing whatever it takes. Like at work, I wouldn't even put the radio on. I'll put podcasts on. So I was literally on site as a scaff, which is like a very stereotypical, um, like had their own stereotype. And I'd be listening to like commercial refinances and like builders on site go, what the hell is this? And they're talking about how to refinance. They're talking about planning regulations. They just couldn't, they're like, what the hell are you listening to? I was like, man, I'm learning. Like if I'm going to be paid at work, right, I may as well be learning whilst I'm there. We normally have the radio on, but like I need to be taking in as much as I can. So it just become this like obsession. And did you find that, that interesting like all of that almost what I call like the back-end detail even before you'd started I didn't find it see I enjoy learning but it was like it felt like this I need to know this in order to get this done that's just what you know at the time at the time I need to know this information so that I can figure out a way out so it's not like oh I really enjoyed listening to talking about solicitors and all this stuff like but it was like the fact that I knew that that led me to my end goal, I mean, there was some enjoyment behind it because I felt like I was progressing and the progress is what was giving me happiness. And how sure were you at that time that it is going to lead you to your end goal? No, not sure at all. Everything else I'd done up to then, I'd failed. I'd tried so many things. You can ask like my partner, everything else I'd tried up to then, I'd failed. But it was just like my relentlessness to find something, something that I could do. Like I tried stock trading. I tried the penny thing. I tried... What's the penny thing? Penny stocks, trading penny stocks. <laughs> I was just looking at anything. I didn't know. I was just then I was trying to become a used car salesman on the side and and then I was selling sweets as a child. I was just always doing something to try and figure out a way to just make money. And I just knew that the job thing wasn't wasn't best serving me. Yeah. And here's the thing, like how important was a community for you? Vital. Because I don't have anyone in my family or any friends at the time who was doing what I was doing. So it was like completely like mad to think that you could flip and buy houses with no money. So like how, who would lend to you? Why would that happen? But then when you're around people who are doing it every day, it makes, it brings normality to it and gives you so much more confidence and certainty to move forward because everyone's doing it. So it becomes the normal. What's the difference between just seeing it online and actually being in it and around it? Being in around it, uh, it, it's like a, it's, how do I describe it best? Like you could, I feel like you can pick up momentum through being around people when they're in your proximity. Like when I go to these two day events of yours and that, like when I leave there, I literally feel momentum pushing me and exciting me into taking on more, playing a bigger game. When everyone around me is doing that, it makes me feel like, like it's just like the normal, it's just what we do. Right? And it changes your perception of yourself. When you're just around people who are doing that, you then believe like this is what I do now. But whereas like there was a 
moment of conflict where it's like, I'm, I'm into property, I haven't got anything, but I'm like fully invested in this, but I'm still stuck as like my past self of a scaffolder. And I was just like, it was just like such a tilting point. And this is when you either break through or you retreat. Mm, good. So look, in the if you're watching this live, you're going to have the luxury right now of in the comments, there is a link that you can register for a mastermind. It's our closed private real life tribe mastermind. And uh, for tonight, we are actually opening it up. So you've got to go and register right now, get yourself registered. And uh, then it will give you the details to be able to log in, which is straight after this. There'll be a little break in between, but it's straight after this at eight o'clock. So did you always know, Lewis, what questions to ask to move you forward? No. I think that that's definitely the biggest thing that I've learned from you and from being part of real life is just the importance of asking like, the right questions. Like, I never realized just how much you can get from just asking a question. Like you can find anything you want through questions. It's, it's literally like the most, I think it's the most powerful gift. Yeah. And like I mentioned here already, like if you want to go and check out Lewis's previous Transformational Tuesday episode where he talks about his transformation through his property journey and building his business. Uh, if you want to go and check out his previous appearances on the Real Life Money Monday panel, then just go to the Real Life group page, a Facebook page and, you know, search that um, or go subscribe to the Mark Harvey YouTube channel and you'll find it on there as well. Um, but well, when I, so what? So because the reason I'm saying go do that is because I just want to go straight to the you know the crack of it right now, which is so what projects are you working on right now? Actually, before that, you know, actually that was in your previous interview. So what projects are you working on right now? So I've got quite a few going through. I've got some like buyer refurbish refinance projects that I'm uh, in stage of refinancing. I've got one in a build phase. I've got one I'm purchasing next week. I've got another one lined up straight after that purchase. So there's like three of them. That will be my fourth one in this area within the space of like three or four months. So I'm just buying refurbishing refinancing one company that's just going to churn out all these lovely buy to lets. I think it's a solid, timeless strategy. People always need a family home. Solid, right? timeless strategy. Timeless, man. Everyone needs a family home. So I've got that. I've got another SA accepted, which is literally an incredible location right by the seafront. There's like a row of shops and it's literally the row behind the row of shops. It's been on my vision board for two years now. I finally followed up again with this property I'd seen coming on and off and I've got that accepted. So is it that particular property or just something? Not like that property, but it is, it's that seafront. Literally yeah. where, where the camera is and the angle of the picture of the beach that I want the holiday let from, the property is literally behind where the camera was. I was just wondering, because when people follow, you know, our strategies of dream building and manifestation, like it doesn't always turn out exactly the way people envision it. Uh, and actually that's the quickest way and the best way to get it. Because if, if you're so like, oh, fixated on like, I must have this five bed HMO on this street, like you miss the big chance for like, you know, the 10 bed or, you know, the, the flat conversion or the new build opportunity or the someone who invites you into another deal. Yeah. So another question, like since you start, because I know in your first year, did how many deals did you do in your first year? One. Yeah literally one right my first new my, my whole first year was spent learning and then yeah. just at the end of the year that was when i was you know i was just thought oh i need to know more information i need to know more before i pulled the trigger so it was literally nothing until the last few months when i finally overcame that that belief so what type of person or what type of characteristic is that would you say 
it's, I was too caught up on the how. I was obsessed with how, like how everything was going to work. I remember one of our calls, you was like, I was like, I need to sell my house. She was like, all right, put it up on, on the market then. I was like, I can't. Yeah. He was like, why not? I was like, because I need to finish the fence. He was like, can you not take a picture of the garden without the fence there? I was like, well, yeah. He's like, so then what's the outcome here? And I was like, man, I'm so caught up on how things happen. It was preventing my progress. So it's make sure that you're outcome orientated, not how orientated. Mm. Yeah. So the characteristic is focusing on the how rather than just let, you know, let's, Let's just start going in a direction, right? Okay. What's the outcome? What's the outcome? Like the, 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 the way you get there can change, right? The approach can change, but as long as you get to the outcome, it doesn't matter how you got there. Mm -hmm. Good. So then uh, what happened in your second year? How many properties? In my second year, what did I get? One, two, three or four. Yeah. Awesome. So you start to accelerate, yeah? Yeah, but one of these was a project that I like Hunter's Lodge, which was like conversion of a grade two listed coach house, area of outstanding natural beauty. So that took like that took up so much of my attention and energy because it was um yeah, big project. I got it valued over six just six hundred thousand and the agents would say it's worth four fifty. So it was you know over half a million pound project just in my second year. It took me over a year and a bit to get planning. So like that it was amazing how much energy that tied up. But that also tied up but, and then linked to my belief system around, right, I've got to get this done, then I can take on more, right? Because I wasn't willing to be responsible for handling more money to take on more deals because I had this going on. So there's like more mind, everything's mindset, man. It's like, it's better. Everything is mindset. Whoever's, watching, whoever's watching this and who's got, the, who's got the luxury right now to comment so they can inter interact with this now, let us know, what is it about mindset, you know, and how has your mindset uh, affected or or you know what's it done what's mindset done for you when it comes to business your property or your property deals yeah and i tell you something this mastermind you know like people come and want to bring out property questions which we're going to answer and the technicalities and stuff but also we've got to be there for each other when it comes to the mindset stuff so okay so how many property deals are you now involved with either purchasing or whatever in the last let's say i don't know let's go six months when the last what is it in the last eight weeks i've purchased three already this year yeah okay, so one lined up so it's gonna be four within the next you know within the first two and a bit months of this year and obviously i've got in plan at the moment which should come back hopefully next week for a 46 studio hmo so it's Beast. like it's like yeah. next level stuff so next. That, that's got a gdv of about four million Beast. there you go so there's big stuff in the pipeline it's, but it's just all mindset right it's just question is like like if you don't want to do things like what am i not willing to be responsible for if i get what i want yeah right. anytime there's someone blocking me like that's the question i go straight to is like what don't i want to be responsible for that's probably so a bit deep. that's probably a bit deep for some people who might <laughs> be watching this but some people man that will, that will change everything if you ask yourself that question when you're when you're a bit blocked yeah for sure so let's um Let's ask this then, as we can see in the bottom, like we, we're talking about the the winning mentality. Yeah, as we seen yesterday, very nicely displayed in the uh, Carabao Cup final, there was uh, the winning mentality of the Anfield Giants, yeah, which are Liverpool. Um, they won 11-10 on penalties. And that comes from every player, every single player on the team scored a penalty. Yeah. Now, not just put about putting your best five forward to take the first five penos. That's every single player on the team 
was able to score. Yeah, that's a that's an all round winner's mentality. So, first of all, this is short answer. I'm, I'm guessing. Does it does, does it take a winner's mentality to win? Winners win. I say yeah. to my daughter every morning, "What do winners do?" She goes, "They win, yeah. right? A winner never quits. A quitter never wins." Every day we do that. So, what's the winning mentality? For the what what have you brought into your game that is related to the winner's mentality? that's allowing you to go and do these deals that, you know, I mean, there's no difference really between you now and you then. You always knew what to do. I mean, that's a bit deep for some people as well. I mean, people always know what to do. People who are going to come to our training in Manchester in March on the 12th and 13th, they already know what to do. But it's going to be the environment that allows them to believe in themselves that, yeah, they can do it for themselves. I always, I always knew what to do. Yeah, but I was broke for many years of my life and I struggled and I worked 90 hours a week thinking that's the way because everyone said you've got to work hard because that's what was marketed to me. That's what the media told me. That's what all the gurus told me. You've got to work hard. You've got to graft. None of it. Don't sit there and meditate and manifestation. It's all bullshit. That's what they said. Yeah. Now, you've got to, you've got to go out there and be in motion. Yeah. In motion. But hard work is an illusion. Yeah. Hard, hard work and what they call graft is an illusion. You're getting sucked in. So what is it that you can share with the people now about a winning mentality? I mean, for me, it's the thing that's changed massively for me is my confidence and certainty with my team, right? I know everyone talks strongly about a power team, but like my power team gives me so much certainty. I can move into deals that I don't know enough about because I know someone who does or have the certainty that whatever problem comes up, we can solve it. Right. My first deal, I was solely relied on what do I know? What is it that I'm doing? Like it was purely based on me. That's why I was moving so slow. But now I've got like architects and planners and solicitors and builders, like all these people who are like part of my team. Anything that comes up, like I know we can solve. So now I'm not scared to move into the unknown because it, I, we can handle it. But obviously, mm. like, it's a team, right? Probably it's a team game. Absolutely. When I'm on my own, it's like a team would kick my ass if it's just a team versus me. But now I've got a team, it's like, right, now we can play a bigger game, right? Because we're a bigger team, we can handle more. There's the key, what you just said, playing a bigger game. You know, like I, I received an email today from a, from a company that said, uh, many mistakes in uh, property investing. Here's, you know, so many mistakes. And one of them was scaling too fast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a misunderstood. They said, you know, start with a single let, then go into HMO. Oh, yeah. And blah, blah, and all that stuff. Yeah, which is fair play. If people want to follow that path down that yellow brick road, then that's okay. Uh, but there are ways just to dive straight. I mean, I mean, you told Grant Cardone to say, start with a single let. I mean, this guy's first deal was like a few mil. What was yeah. he saying? Go big or go yeah. bigger. Yeah, go bigger. <laughs> you know, like I, I was, I've read the 10X rule. I've listened to the 10X rule probably read and, and, and listened to probably nine times now. Yeah, not probably. I know it's nine. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the, the, I never forget those four phases. He says, like, you know, there's people who are in, you know, no action. There's people who are, uh, who are retreating. Yeah. So these people, like, they've took action before something's happened and now they retreat from everything. There's people who take normal action, which is like everybody. Like people take average amount of action, you know, because society tells them to be average. 
And the problem with average business people, when something goes wrong in the economy or something happens, those average people are finished. The problem with average people in companies is that there's a thousand other people to replace them with who can do an average job. Yeah. And he said the fourth type of person is people who take massive action, which is, if we think about it, the 10x rule, which is to put 10 times more think into it, think 10 times bigger, take 10 times more amounts of action. Yeah. And, and that action can sometimes be misconstrued because people, you know, are, are taking what they think is action, but really it's not. They're just, you know, uh, cru they're just cruising. Yeah, they're just cruising. I mean, some people, they're going to watch this video, they're going to see this mastermind link, and they're not going to click the link because they think, oh, what's a one-time event going to be? They're not going to realize that people who register for this, they're in for a surprise because I'm going to invite them to an open mastermind every time we do it for the people who register on this link right now. Yeah, so guys, share this link, pass this link to other people, your friends and your family, whether they show up or not. Like these are the people that are probably taking retreat, they're retreating, they take no action, or they're just average amounts of action. Yeah, not the people who take massive, like take opportunity, should be called massive action, should be called like just opportunity seizers, people who seize the opportunity, people who, you know, just make a move. Like you've got to take off. Like if you don't take off, you don't receive any feedback. You know, so the, so some people are like, oh, you, did you do 10 properties or 50 properties? I mean, man, I know there's people in our community that didn't get no properties in the first year. Yeah, but, but, but like by not giving up, by still being there, they're, they're, you know, they're happy. They've gone through lots of learnings and transitions and they come back. You know, they come back unless their ego takes over. Like if someone's, e someone's ego might even stop them from clicking the bloody link. Someone's ego might not even let them watch this video in the first place because they already know what to do, which they do, but they're, but they're not really doing what they know. And they want to stay like they don't know. They, they want to stay in, I don't know that I don't know. Yeah, I think they're in agreement. They don't know. They don't know. Yeah. And, that, and by the way, that phrase, I know it, mine, mine blasts someone. And anyway, this is what we're going to do. I should have done this at the beginning, but anybody who's watching this, you know, live, you're going to be in for a chance to win some merchandise. We've got so many merchandise. By the way, we're launching a credit card, the real life credit card. Lewis, one is coming your way just because of all the wonderful things that you do. It's there to reward people and people that we're going to be loading it with real life coin. Uh, which will be going on the exchange at some point in the future as well. But until then, it's worth a pound. It's worth a pound, baby, that people can use, you know, for all the merchandise and all the memberships and all the trainings, which has been life transformation for so many people. So what you've got to do is you've got to share this on your timeline, whichever platform you're watching on, share it on your timeline. You've got to tag 10 people. Go ahead and start doing that. If you qualify for, uh, you know, then to be in the prize draw towards the end of this program, we will be uh, we'll, we'll be calling some names out and, and the people will be winning. Yeah, Lewis is going to select a, a number. That's how we do it. Oh, honestly, yeah, that mastermind is flipping life changer. The amount of times I've learned how to solve problems that I haven't come up against yet. So like I'm already one step ahead of the problem. So I don't, I'm solving problems I haven't got. Right. That's that's the thing I love about it. When people are putting up all these different questions, like I always say to people, like, I want questions that no one knows how to answer. They don't come up, they very ever rarely come up. It's because we want to find out new things that we don't know so that then we can be prepared for it when it does happen. Yeah. But, um, and you know what's funny about you saying that, Lewis, is in our brand, all of our different companies and our core team that we have that operate in so many different facets, we 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 grow leadership, right? We grow leaders, we create leaders, just like we have done in the real life tribe and businesses. And one of the things is, is that we act on problems and opportunities before they occur. Like that's, that's our, that's our method. That's our motto. 
But we, we already act on it. We already make a move before the problem occurs, before the opportunity arises. We're already moving in that direction. I mean, think about it. It's like an NFL player. The quarterback's going to throw the ball. Does the, does the guy wait until he's thrown it before he starts running? He's let go, then start running. What no, was the same you said? It's not, don't do, what's in, don't do what's urgent, do what's important. I like that yeah, one. Yeah. Similar thing, right? Similar do what's important. Urgency don't exist for me. You know, like I don't do urgent, you know, you know, if urgent crops up, you know, when ur the only time urgency crops up is when you didn't do the important thing, when it was important. Now it becomes a fire. Now, now it's causing pain. Now it's burning your money. It's burning your money, your time, your confidence, your decision making, your morale, your confidence, your belief. Like it starts to burn, like urgency just burns you. And most people are like, talk about I'm burnt out. You're not burnt out. You're just operating on urgency all the time. And it's only urgent because you didn't do it when it was important. important. Oh, goes, you can't burn out. You're not a candle. Yeah, yeah I remember. He said that. Which, <laughs> You're not a candle. That's really cracked me up. Which is now I've got you here live. Let's get a commitment. And let's go to that 10X conference live. I don't need to know virtual, you know, mumbo jumbo. What, Vegas? Yeah, wherever it is. I don't care if it's on Jupiter. I, I was waiting. If it was on the moon, I'd be there. The moon's too easy. We're nearly there, so now it's Jupiter. <laughs> Not Mars. Yeah, but wherever it is, like, this is a thing. A lot of people as well, they're like, oh, it's, you know... I'm really going to be a millionaire. I'm going to get into property. You know, so many people message me and they're like, Mark, it's great to see what you're doing, you know, over the many years and blah, what I've seen you, you know, because they all know me from some broke little council estate kid, right? Yeah, so they say, it's great. I'll be getting in property soon. I'll be sure to reach soon. out to you. What do you mean soon? Ah, oh, that. We'll see how you get on, then we'll think about it. Yeah, when is soon? Like, the longer you, the longer you leave it, the harder it gets. That's anything. The, yeah, you can have that one. Yeah, the longer you leave it, the harder it gets. That's yeah. Very true. Think of this, yeah. When you when you when your alarm goes off in the morning, which by the way, most people are like, uh, they, they think they make the decision of that they're getting out of bed or that they're gonna find a property or that they're gonna put an offer in or that they're gonna raise money or they're gonna go to a training or they're gonna get a cut. They they think they make made the decision before they were uh, in the morning, right? Oh, like my alarm goes off. I'm going to decide. No, you already decided the night before whether you were going to get up or not. Yeah. And here's, here's the thing. What happens? The longer you leave it, the harder it gets. So as soon as that alarm goes off, yeah, from that moment on, the longer you leave it, the harder it is to get out of bed. So these people hit snooze. That is hard work, man. Why do you start your day off like this game to play the snooze game? And, and how do I know this? Because I do it myself. And I, and I know how destructive it is. You know, let me tell you something about property investing. It's the same as going to the gym. The small, you know, I've started apparently for six weeks. I can't do anything that's going to jolt. You know, like I can't yeah. skip, I can't run, I can't trampoline because the heart valve has got to Trampoline <laughs> would not be good. Yeah, because I've got to, it's got to like the fibers have got to knit in, which by the way, before this, I might show you it. It's a bit weird. I'm going to put a video together. I recorded all my journey going into the process, you know. And then and afterwards, and today on my checkup, I got some footage of the actual, the view that they had from doing it. No way. Yeah, and people were like, nobody wants to see that. I'm like, it's like x-ray footage. It's not like the flesh and the blood <laughs> and everything like, you know, I don't think we'd be putting that out there. But anyway, I was in the gym 
and, and I was lift, I was bench pressing. Yeah. And my mind started going, it's too heavy. You need to build up again, you know, be careful and all the rest of it. So I checked in with myself and I was like, right, let me ask my body if that's the case. So I kind of just went to my chest and I was like, am I tired? And my chest was like, I don't feel tired. So, and before I knew that when this thought process was going on, I was still pumping. And before I knew it, I'd finished. So I wasn't tired physically. I wasn't stopping myself physically. Like my body hadn't run out of power or whatever. It was my mind telling me. Yeah. And this is the same in property investing. People's mind tells them they're tired. People's mind, you know, tells them don't go for the deal. It's not the formula, but use a formula. Why are you trying to decide yourself? Use a formula that says, yes, that works. Go for it. And this is why people either can only take on no projects or one or two or the beasts that start doing three, four and five and six and 10 and 12 and 20. Or you might be doing one or two. Because, by the way, we're going to open um, 13 resorts, health and well-being resorts, in 10 different countries. So many people are like, why would you do that? Why would you go all in? No, I have to know the laws. And I'm like, yeah, don't worry. I'm looking for partners. We're going to do it. We're opening restaurants, gyms, spas, nature walks, fitness centers. Like, I have no idea how we're going to do it. But I know it's possible because it's already happening, isn't it, Lewis? Okay. If someone else is already doing it out there, that's a sure fire sign that it can be done. Sure. Yeah, then I can figure this out. And if they've already done it, surely I'm going to do it quicker. <laughs> if I get someone to help me who's already doing it, then flipping out, I'll get there even triple as quick. Yeah, and you know what? You know, in the beginning, I would like always get coaching from like training that I see and all the rest of it. You know, I realize now if I like, I've got to be more proactive, I've got to go and find people. You know, I'm hunting coaches down. I'm hunting mentors down now. I, I'm reaching out to them and I'm like, I want to approach people. I know they don't even coach people yeah, because I want someone. Exclusive, right? But you made such a great point, which has definitely held me back for a long time, is having the separation between myself and my mind, knowing that, oh, this is my mind right now trying to take me out. This is the desperate need for certainty because... Essentially, it's just your ego that's designed to keep you alive, keep you safe, right? So it'll do anything to protect you. So it's it's not trying to be negative, but you're like, right, we need to progress, and you're actually making this a lot harder. So like, yeah. you know what I mean? like when you, when it shows up, hey, what if you don't know this? What if this happens? What if you don't get the refinance? What if? And I, okay, we're playing the what if game. Well, we can what if anything, but it's just being aware, like when that comes up, and like, okay, that's that, that's my mind, and that's not me. So like, even that understanding is game changing. Yeah. And the thing is, you can get all of the technical information around property that you want, but it's a combination of mindset and property. So we've got the property mastermind that's happening tonight. Yeah. But I, I assure you, we need to we need to like uh, engineer it. So it's like an actionable principle rather than just like, a, you know, like a shelf development question like, oh, how do I go and find deals where well, you do X, Y and Z, but you're still not going to go and find the deal. Yeah, or you're still gonna, not going to place the offer. Or you're still not going to ask the question because you, why? Because your mind's already decided. You've already shut down the the possibility of opportunity. Yeah, and and, and this happens daily, all the time. For myself, I know, I know this happens. So got to stay on board. Got to stay active. It's like a gym, the mind gym. Yeah, it's the mind gym. It's the emotional gym. 
yeah, to make sure that we can do this. Can, by the way, can someone, wherever you're watching, can you just comment something, just say something? I'm not sure if the comments have stopped working or not, because sometimes that happens. Or maybe we, you know, we're just talking garbage. So please just comment and let me know. Uh, garbage well, I, don't, I don't know because sometimes it might seem interesting to me i mean it's interesting, it's interesting to me so i'm enjoying it so okay. it's well, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just do that we'll we'll do we'll we'll uh take inspiration from gary v we'll have a have a tea with gary v or tea with v or whatever it was called yeah sounds good yeah. to me yeah <laughs> mead, mead with perrin no that's not a thing don't you? i'll come up let me come up with the name yeah P with Perrin. <laughs> Mead was better. Mead was better. Yeah, Dean is still there. Okay, so it's all good. So, guys, do you have any questions about what it is that you need? Well, if you have got questions, get yourself on the mastermind because there's a difference about being out here, let's say, public and private in our mastermind. Yeah, because when you're private in the mastermind, we can tailor it a little bit more, you know, do a bit more interaction. And that's what it's all about. I'm, a, I'm here. The mission here, yeah, is to set every being on the planet free and, and to like have success. Everybody, it's everybody's, you know, dharma, dharma. It's everyone's purpose. It's everybody's, you know, mission here to, to be free, to be successful, to like live, you know, in harmony. Yeah, and win and win in life and be a winner. Yeah, and come together. So if you want that, make sure you click in this link in the thing here. Yeah, let me put it in here again just in case it's got lost. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, I think the importance of the master one though also is that you get a varied opinion, right? So you don't just get one person's opinion, you get opinion from people of all different levels of experience who may know something like to a more detailed level or do this and just all these little golden nuggets that you pick up that you get to take with you every single time. Like I say about about problems that you haven't even got yet. Like you can only manage three deals at the moment and people who are managing five deals ask, you know, like what systems do I need in place? Boom, you're already prepared how to make the next move, right? You, you already know how to step up. So mm. it's like, it is invaluable in my opinion. Absolutely. We have a question here. Did you replace your income with property income before you went full time, Lewis? I didn't. I jumped before I could afford to jump. And that was part of, because I had a coach, she was like, look, are you going to wait until it's comfortable or do you jump now and figure it out and that extra leverage on yourself to make this work, will that push you harder than you would have if you were just, I'll wait until it's convenient. Like that was not, that was not acceptable. So I jumped about four months before I could really afford to do so. But that four months made me push so much harder than I would have if I was just coasting until it was convenient. So like, I'm super grateful for that. Also, it's interesting watching all the, all of the stories that my mind was telling me that, you know, that came up when I was making the jump. I had to go downstairs to my partner. I said, like, Dev, I'm, I'm leaving work. She went, but you can't afford to leave. I went, I know that's why I'm leaving. She went, no, that's why you stay. <laughs> I was like, you don't get it. Like, I've had a call with Claudine. Like, this is the time I jump because I can't afford it. I need to now jump, take that extra action to make sure that we can get by. So it was um, commit commitment first and then figure it out later. Dean, I love it, Dean. Yeah, Dean, you're asking, do you have commitments when you did that? What do yeah. you What do you think, man? What do you think is living in a tent? So, I mean, I first got Devon out of work before myself. So then she was out of her job through property. And then obviously we had the house, the two children. Obviously I cover everything. This was before, and then, then I jumped before I could afford to do all that. So obviously my head was going, what if you don't make it? You know, you've got children, you've got a partner. What if you can't pay this? Like, 
and then that, that all come up. But I still jumped in. The penny stocks. <laughs> Mate, I would have done whatever it took. That's the thing, right? I just knew, like, I knew I'm going to do whatever it takes to make this one. But here's the thing: everybody always does. They, they do, they do whatever it takes to get what they must have, yeah. Or they do whatever it takes to be who they must be. You know, like some people, they must be an arsehole and they'll do whatever it takes to be that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, some people, they'll do whatever it takes to be kind. They'll even like, you know, rubbish themselves to be kind. You know, some people, they'll do whatever it takes to pay their bills because that is in line with their with their kind of their status. You know, and some people are like, oh, money don't, you know, give everything. And uh, nobody said it, that it does, you know, provide everything. But listen, we're on this planet and we're here to have a good time. And if money can be a fair exchange, because you, do you ever think like the money that you actually give to someone else? Yeah, I like spending money. I like paying money to people because I know that then they can go and have an experience. I like, you know, giving opportunity to people to say, hey, Kai, guys, let's work together. Yeah, add value to people. Like, well, because we'll add more value, we'll receive more money and like we'll share the money. And like, we're, we're, and that's why I love to partner with people. Yeah, like I don't see my people as employees. I see them as like, you're my partner. You know, I'm going to invest time and energy into you. I'm going to train you. I'm going to make you better. And, and you're going to make life better for you and your family. Mm -hmm. like, thank you tokens, right? Like the more that the people help you, the more thankful you are, the more thank you tokens you pay out, right? That's better than calling them beer tokens. Yeah. <laughs> thank you tokens. Like, like, honestly, you like, tell me, if someone comes and does a loft conversion for you, like, man, thank you so much. That's just such a game changer. They give you a lot of money, right? If someone gives you a glass of water. Yeah. Good. So let's, let's, we're going to have to wrap this one up, Lewis, but I'm looking forward to part two of our interview that we started. Yes, that will be awesome. Yeah, so guys, if you want to catch part one of the Lewis Perrin interview, where Lewis was asking me lots of questions about life, about business, about money, go and subscribe to the Mark Harvey YouTube channel and turn on notifications. That video will be going out very soon. Lewis is very good asking lots of different questions. We had a good time and lots of uh, great insights came out there. If you want to be on this mastermind, make sure you click the link in the comments somewhere on this feed. If you are watching this or listening to this on a replay and you want to get involved in a mastermind or, you know, you want something, you've got some questions, do reach out to Mark Harvey pages on any of the social media uh, or the YouTube uh, and, uh, you know, messages, you can, you find real life and you'll find the company and you can send us an email or there's a phone number or there's any, just do whatever it takes. You'll do whatever it takes to find out whatever it is you need to find out. Yeah. Okay. So Lewis, let's just have a, like, I want like a 60 second summary from you. Then I've got one last question for you. So what, what, so the summary from the winning mentality and property and how to go and kick ass in 2022. So the summary for me is that like your, your income never outgrows your level of personal development, but just the more I develop myself, the more I learn, the more I know how to handle situations, the more my income grows. So like I see it as the income is a reflection of how much I invest in myself and my time and energy towards growing. So like the more I study, the more I learn, like the more, you know, insights I seek out from different areas, just the more it propels you. So like, I totally, totally sold like on having a coach, having someone 
who can reflect back to me the unconscious patterns that I'm doing because she can see it, whereas I can't see it myself. So just having that person there to help you handle you, reflect back to you, just explodes explodes my results. That's why I've always had one and I always will. It just makes sense to me. So invest in yourself before anything else. Mm, that is game on. I was just counting how many coaches I got. I think it's four or five. Whatever area you want to ex- improve in, get someone to help you. It's just, it seems so obvious. Yeah. Imagine trying to learn maths without a maths teacher at school mm-hmm. and there's no teacher there. I'll do it on your own. You're like, what? There's no one actually going to help us. Or English. It's like exactly the same as that. Yeah. Just get someone who knows how to do it to help you. Yeah. But also it's, it's, it's like, how do I get, how do I get access to like, cause you know, one-on-one coaching is good, but then mentoring is good mindset, you know, like technical information, but then I need a community. I need beasts. I need people to roll off. I need, you know, that community spirit. I need, you need everything. It's not like yeah. one ingredient makes the cake. It's like, you need all the ingredients that come together that just explode results. That's it. So anybody that wants anything, questions, information, videos putting together, you know, let us know, reach out. Lewis, before you go, got to remember, never, ever, ever let people forget that you must do the right thing for the right reason. Now, why is that? Because it's the only way to discover your true potential.